0: Why do 100% of Trailblazers have stories worth sharing? Dive into the lives of women who redefine success and empowerment. Women like me. Stories in Business, the podcast that brings you up close with women from every corner of the earth. From entrepreneurs in bustling cities to authors in tranquil villages, these are the voices of resilience, innovation, and spirit. Join Julie Fairhurst as she explores the diverse experiences that shape their lives Offering insights and inspiration. Whether you're on your morning commute or a late night listener, tune in and be inspired by the power of women's stories. Now, here is your host, Julie Fairhurst. Well, hi, everybody. I am like so over the moon, excited. I, I can't even tell you. I am here with the lovely, beautiful, as you can see, Allison Roberts. And uh, we are going to have a, an amazing conversation. So this is conversations with women like me, uh, stories and in business, and and so let me tell you a little bit about Allison. I'm so excited. Okay, Allison Roberts knows what it takes to make it in this world. As a young woman, she found herself homeless, pregnant, and forced to live in her car. And then she turned to Napoleon Hill, I love Napoleon Hill, uh, for comfort and for guidance. Little did she know that this would have such a huge impact on her philosophies, which would help her change her life. She is a cognitive behavioral expert, along with her natural intuition, and she has guided thousands, thousands of people uh, all over the world, actually, to help find their internal power. And I just love that because we all need to get our internal power going. So with her guidance, you can find clarity and the confidence that you need to move forward in your life. She is an intuitive healer. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, an intuitive healer, guider, guide, and coach. Sorry. And today, what we're going to talk about is is near and dear to me. So how our brain uses fear to control our behavior so that we stay in the same place and we don't change and we stay stuck, I guess, Allison. Yes, we stay stuck. Yes. Well, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So what?
1: sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, I was thinking this morning that you and I have known each other for seven years
0: oh, time flies.
1: It does, doesn't <laughs> you it? you are having fun. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh. Yes.
1: And I, I just, I'm so blessed to know you and just so oh, happy to be oh. in your circle.
0: Oh, thank you, Allison. I appreciate you saying that so much. And I, I feel the same about you. So we got a little bit of a love fest going on here. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. So Alison, Let's why don't you just start by jumping right in, because this is your this is your uh, your um, expertise here and and just give us a little idea about how our brain causes us to be stuck with fear.
1: Yeah, so in science, you know, uh, the thing that we're not taught in school, which I really wish that we were taught more in school is about our primitive brain. You're taught in college if you decide to go down that avenue, but especially here in the States, like if we were taught all over the world, if we were taught in school that we have this primitive brain that basically runs us automatically, we do all these automatic things out of fear, Mm -hmm. like the peer pressure And the saying yes when we mean no and saying no when we mean yes and not using our voice and not standing in our power and not standing up to the bully and all the things. Like if we would just realize that that is our natural brain and that it's all based in survival. And so when we grow up and we were adults and we have these big dreams and aspirations and we want to go out into the world and make this big impact, our fear brain is like, oh, you're so cute. You're (laughs) adorable. You're adorable. That's not going to happen. You don't have the money. You don't have the time. People are going to hate you. What's the point? And that's why it can feel so heavy and so big. To make cold calls, it can feel so heavy and so big to file for divorce or to marry somebody that your family is like, you're, you can't marry them, even though your heart is like full of love and you want to go off and marry this person. It is all rooted in fear. And why is that? Because we are scientific creatures with DNA. And DNA strands last for millions and millions upon millions of years. This is why if you were to pull out pictures of your great, 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 great grandmother, you would be able to say, wow, I have her eyes or my jawline is just like her or my shoulders look just like her, even though she is literally hundreds of years off of this planet but the dna has lasted that long mm-hmm. so when all of us before we had language our dna was developed in such a way that fear was our predominant force because without fear you don't survive
0: so then are you so then are you saying then that the dna is oh, like a generational thing, like it, like the, like we is is that? I, I don't know if I'm being clear as to what I'm saying, but you're shaking your head, yes, yes,
1: yeah, yes. It's a generational thing. And so, like, if you go through a company and have your DNA done, yes, they come back and say, oh, you're, you know, your your ancestors were you know, from the Persian mountains of blah, 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 right? Because even though you're like the Persian mountains and you go to your mom and she's like, we're we're not from Persia. And then you go to your dad, we're not from Persia, but you go back and you look and look and look, and it's like your 15th great grandfather or your 20th great grandfather. So the reason that this is so important to know is because This is where our fear responses come from. Flight was running from the saber-toothed tiger, the dinosaur, the other tribe members who were trying to kill you. Freeze is in the cave or in the hole. And the big thing is outside of that thing. And so you have to not breathe, not move, or they know that you're there and they're going to kill you and eat you Uh, or fight, right? which is everybody comes out with their club swinging and they kill the thing and they, they celebrate that is still today in 2023 in July of 2023. That is still in our DNA. So anything that feels different, Mm -hmm. even the good things, anything that feels different out of what you learned between the ages of zero to seven,
0: you know, it's just clicking in my head as you're talking. I'm I'm thinking of myself and I'm thinking of, of other people that I know. And and yeah, you're absolutely right. That is still how we react. And it's yes. it, it is, it is. And 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 a lot of times I think with our within our society that we're in now, those fear things aren't even real. They're not real. No. No, they're not. Real. Yeah. We don't have the saber toothed tiger after us anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Right. And so. Like if you. Let's say that you you've always worked in a gas station because your parents owned a gas station and it was just expected that you were going to follow in their footsteps and work in the gas station. Um, but you turn 35 and you don't want to work in the gas station anymore. And everything inside of you is like, oh, I have to go back to the <laughs> gas station today. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Ugh, but I have to go to the gas station one more time. But you go because you're so afraid to talk to your parents and say, I'm selling the gas station or you're so afraid that you're going to fail if you go and sell candy bars, right? Like, even though all the studies have shown that candy bars are the thing right now and you're going to make millions upon millions of dollars, your brain doesn't want you to go and experience that because it doesn't know it. Right. So most people just settle right they let fear win
0: and i guess that's why a lot of people just um go through to stay at the same job they're unhappy but they don't make or they're in a very unhappy marriage or something whatever there is going on with their life and yeah. and that's sad it's really sad that uh if that's the, if, if they're that unhappy and, and the fear is what's causing them to, to stay stuck in that when there's so much happiness and, and, you know, on the, and life on the other side of that fear. So how do they get out of that fear then else? And like, how do we, what do we do? All of yes. us have this problem for sure. There's does. not a person on the
1: planet that doesn't have this problem.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Right. Even people that come to me and they say, oh, I've conquered my fear. And I'm like, for now,
0: mm-hmm. for now you
1: have, but just wait till the next big change comes. And then you're going to, if you don't have the tools, you're going to be right back where you yes. started again. Right. So yeah. people change it two ways. The first is to reach absolute rock bottom. And that's where most people end up changing You go to the doctor, the doctor says, listen, if you don't lose this weight, you're going to die. Or if you don't stop smoking, you're going to die. Or they lose everything. They lose the business or money. They have to file for bankruptcy, all the things. And then they start over again. But the thing is, if the change is put upon you, you will end up right back where you started if you don't use the tools to ultimately conquer the fear. You'll just repeat patterns over and over again. You may not go as down as you were before. The way to conquer fear, and it sounds so counterintuitive, but the way to conquer fear
0: is to fall in love with it. Oh, that that gave me um an uncomfortable feeling. <laughs> it's <stopped laughs> soft from my body when you just said that. Oh, okay. Please explain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, fear is, fear is inside of us to save us, right. to save us from ourselves. Fear sense. believes, fear is out here saying, I know better than you, <laughs> you know, you know, nothing. I am the ruler of everything. Right. So the only way to become the boss of this imaginary creature that's out here with all of this language and power is to soften to it and realize that it's trying to save your life. Right. So it's like thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you fear for showing up today and you're so sweet to want to to save me from doing this thing that you don't know anything about but I've done all the research for. You're so it's so precious of you. To want me to stay exactly the way I was when I was four years old, you know, and I know that that feels safe to you, but I'm not four anymore. So it's developing a conversation where you are actually understanding the fear just as you would understand someone who's difficult in your life to live with.
0: Yes. I, yes. I- Yeah, yes, I understand what you're saying now. So you have to make peace with fear. You have to make peace with fear
1: and understand its role. Right, of course.
0: Yes, because it has has a a role. It has a role. Yeah, and there are still times where we really do need fear. Yes, when we're in danger. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah. so there, so we don't want to get rid of it at all, or like completely. But but uh, no, I I understand what you're saying. It makes complete sense. I got I got I I got my little shivers going on here now. <laughs> I've yeah. got clicking going on in my head, Allison. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Yeah. yeah,
1: all resistance is fear. Yeah, and resistance is normal. Yeah, because it's normal because if you're, it's like building a muscle, right? You go in the gym and every single day you lift five pounds, five pounds, five. your muscle's not going to do anything. Your muscle's going to be like, "Thanks for showing up. This is yeah. so boring." Yeah. Right? right? But the day you go in and you pick up 15 pounds,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to feel your muscle's going to feel the resistance to that 15 pounds. It's not going to want you at first to lift it. This is so hard. I can't. I don't know how to lift 15 pounds. Because that's the language of fear. I don't know. I can't. It's too hard. Mm. I can't afford this. I don't know how to learn this skill. It's too hard. Everything life is life is so hard. That's fear. Right. But after you lift the 15 pounds for, you know, a week, then your butt, then the 15 pounds is like, oh, well, I can do this. You don't even think about the five pounds anymore. Right. Because now you're lifting 15 pounds. Well, then, when you go over and you pick up twenty five pounds, it starts all over again. Your body's like, no, 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 that's too hard. I can't. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. But if you train it, fall in love with twenty five pounds, and you're lifting it, then then your body gets on board, and it's like, oh, we didn't die. We didn't break our arm. We didn't pull a muscle. We survived. And that is exactly how fear works. Everything that you want to achieve. If it's out of your comfort zone, you're going to feel a resistance that feels very real. And if you're not careful, you'll believe the garbage that your fear is telling you. Right. And that's
0: what keeps us the same. Let me ask you, Alison, because you said something that kind of clicked. And I thought, you know, I think that everybody, everybody I know anyway in my life uh, has this issue uh, with money. And so when you Ooh. said, when they, yeah, when you said, you know, fear is, I can't afford it. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I never would have thought that's fear saying, I can't afford it. Yeah. So, how, so what, do you have any little tips? I know we don't have a huge amount of time together, but, and I know that th- this is something. And that you probably, people need a little time to work on, but do you have any little tips about, about how people can overcome that? The biggest
1: two excuses that our brain has that we believe because we heard it so much from our parents growing up is I'm too busy and we can't afford that. Every kid on the planet hears that from parents millions of times from the age of zero until, until adulthood. Right. Right. You know, or I'll, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. Parents love to say that, you know, I'll think about it. Let me think about it. Right. So what happens is that when we feel that resistance to money when we feel the resistance to charging what we're worth, we feel that resistance to paying for that coaching program or going back to school or whatever it is, the authoritative brain comes in alongside fear brain. It's the same kind, it's the same part of your brain, but it's the it's the neurotransmitter of your brain that says, well, mom and dad were the authority on everything. They everything that they said was true. So I can't afford it. And I don't have time to do the coaching program anyway. And people love to use those two excuses. If it's not one, it's, it's the other. If it's not one or the other, it's both. And so they just won't do it. They just won't do it. And yet they walk around feeling very empty and unfulfilled. And, and it's not just about coaching programs. I'm just saying that because I'm a coach, but it could right. be about a new car, a house, redecorating the house that you live in, giving away all of your clothes because they no longer represent who you are, but you're too afraid to do it because that means you have to buy new clothes and you can't afford them and you don't have the time to shop. You can, so my tidbit is this, if there's something that you want to do, you truly want to do it, but you've convinced yourself that you can't afford it, And you don't have the time. I want you to look around in your life. At all the things that you've purchased. Things that you've purchased. That you haven't touched. In a year. Mm. Things that you've purchased. That you believed you couldn't afford. When you were purchasing it. And also all the time. That you spend on TikTok. Facebook. Twitter. Netflix, um, doing nothing. And you can feel your body just kind of go blue when I say that, because when I say that people are like guilty. (laughs) Yes. Um, so many of us. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, wow. You know, And, and I coached somebody a few years ago and she sold her brother's motorcycle to do my coaching program oh, yeah. and he was deceased. He left her his motorcycle. Um, and she, for 10 years had told herself, I'm going to learn how to write it. 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 And then in our time together, you know, she said, I can't afford it. And so I gave her that. I was like, well, just, you know, go. And I wasn't, I wasn't even really expecting her to come back to me, but I was just, I just wanted her to have the tool. I was like, well, just go around your house and look at all the stuff that you don't use that either yourself or somebody else afforded at some time because everything that we, everything costs money. Yes. Everything, everything costs money. And yet if we think we need it, we'll spend it. But if we want it, there's the pushback, Uh, the resistance.
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: Uh, And so she came back to me and she was like, I thought I needed my brother's motorcycle to stay close to him, to feel his presence, to feel his soul. Yeah. She's like, so I wheeled it next door to my neighbor's house for a week to see how I would feel if it was gone. And she was like, I actually felt better. I felt happier walking in my garage and not looking over and being reminded every single minute of every day that my brother is dead. Yeah. Wow. So she she sold her motorcycle and she took my coaching program. And now she owns a shop in the little town that she lives in. And she's over the moon happy about her decisions. Yes. And so it, it's it's holding on to fear as I, it's a it's a crutch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I I agree. I agree. And and so often as I said so often the fear is not even real. It's not. No. No, it's just it's just a fear that gets into our head and our and and our bodies because I believe of course we everything yeah. we carry everything in our bodies and we um, do. yeah and it, it's sad to see people that you that you can see their their, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, their, potential. their potential, and 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 you can feel their excitement about things, but then they, but then they have blocks, and they don't, and they don't move forward. Right. You know, I have um, a family member, and my family member in the last couple of years ended up um, all within the same week. Uh, my family member's spouse left. Uh, and he got fired from a job and there was something else that happened. I don't even remember right now. And I got the phone call, of course, you know, um, very upset. And, and I said, congratulations, congratulations. Your life is about to change. Cause you were so unhappy in that marriage and you hated that job for 25 years. Hated it. And he went, oh, right, right. And he, you know, now he's still going through some stuff, but it, but it clued in and all of a sudden there was another job there and just life started to happen where life hadn't been happening for him or his spouse for a a long time,
1: a long time, a long time. Exactly. And that's what yeah. I tell people. And people are like, why should I do this work? And I'm like, because you're wasting time. Yes, yes. You're yeah. wasting
0: time. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I did a, a little mini course for a group that I have on um, on uh, social media. And it was about our time. Because what I think people don't get is that, you know, we all, especially as, when we're younger, but even as we get older, we we still think we're here for a long time. And we still, oh, yeah. Think, yeah. And, and, and we're not necessarily like we, none of us know we, you know, none of us know we could hang up and that's the end of both of us. I mean, we just don't know, but not, but not only could our time be short, but, but your time is so valuable. It's, it's, like, it's something you can't get back ever. Like, we can't yeah. get the last half an hour back ever. And so, right. what are you trading for that time? Like, it just, I, I just get so up in arms about it. Like, what are you doing with your time? Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. I just feel very passionate about that because we only have so much time. You, you know, when you're, and when you're doing a job, it's taking time away from your family. It takes time away from your children and and you need that job because of course you need to earn a, earn a living. But if you're unhappy, get a different job because it's taking time away from the goodness in your life. Anyway, that's my rant, Allison. (laughs) No, but, it, it, but it's so true because
1: if you're going, if you're doing something every day or not doing something every day and you're unhappy, you're not just showing up unhappy in that particular instance. Like you're not just unhappy in that job. You're unhappy at nine o'clock that night going to bed because you're dreading the next morning, which means that you're unhappy while you're sleeping. You're unhappy the second that your eyes open in the morning. You're unhappy with at breakfast with your family. You're unhappy in the car driving. You're un, it's not, and that's what people I don't think really get and understand is that unhappiness, just like happiness, but unhappiness is a state of being. It's not the outside circumstance. It is our state of beingness. Mm-hmm. And you will get sick. I mean, because the body does not lie; yeah.
0: it just doesn't lie. Yes, yes. No, you're right. Yes. Wow. Well, Allison, you're so enlightening. Every single time I talk to you, I'm just in awe. You Thank have you. Uh, your knowledge is um, is uh, extremely, extremely good, and the way you explain things, I just really appreciate it because I like things to be explained to me. Sometimes, like I'm five. Because <laughs> Don't use big words. No, yes. <laughs> no, but it, it's good. So um before we close, Allison, is there anything at all that you would like to say? Uh, to anyone, oh, before you before you tell us, I just want everyone to know that if you want to reach Allison, I will be putting links to Allison's uh, where you can find her uh, in the comments section. So uh, you will all be able to find her, and all of her information will be there. And uh, don't be afraid, get past the fear to reach out because if I know anybody can help us. I know as Allison, I coached with Allison, and she helped me change my life uh, for the better and help me get past some fear. So for sure, make sure if you're, if you're feeling it, reach up because you don't know what's on that other side of fear. Okay. That's my, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it for me. But Allison, why don't you give us a, give us, um, what would you like to say here towards the end to all of us who need you?
1: I'm going to close with this. When we come into the world, our parents tell us who and what we're going to be. And it's not blame or judgment. It's just how it is. It's just how it is. And so coming into our true authentic self is the absolute scariest thing that we ever do. But it is the biggest, most rewarding gift that you can ever give to yourself and those who love you, including your parents who are still alive. So that is what I am going to leave everyone with today.
0: That is so beautiful. Oh. So beautiful. Well, Allison, I just again would like to thank you so much for being willing to come and do this. And for, and for really, um, you know, sharing, being willing to share all of those little bits of, of, and pieces that I know, like even for myself, a few of the things uh, that you said are going to help me, you know, so um, I'm sure that we're able to, you know, pass that along to others as well. And, uh, and as I said, thank you so much for being here. You're really a blessing in my life and, and thank I know you. in many others. So thank you for being here, Allison.
1: Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Why do so many of our listeners come back? Because every story shared here sparks a light within your presence and time mean the world to us as we build a community brimming with inspiration and empowerment. Each episode, we dive into stories that resonate, celebrate achievements, and tackle challenges, all while fostering a supportive network. Remember, you're not just a listener. You're part of our community. Can't wait to have you back for more stories that inspire. Until next time, keep thriving and supporting one another.